Good Monday afternoon, everybody. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important news and notes from in and around college athletics. UC Riverside Chancellor Kim Wilcox discusses the possibility of discontinuing athletics based on the Budget Advisory Committee's recommendations. Wilcox, who adds that the discussion on campus right now involves the ROI of athletics, says he is, quote, not one who wants to close our athletics department, but we've got to find serious budget savings, and as I understand it, there are some other schools having similar conversations. This is NSA Mercury News as John Wilner unpacks the work that awaits UCLA Athletic Director Martin Jarmuth and USC Athletic Director Mike Bone in the coming months and years, noting that, quote, if there was one refrain the hotline heard more than any other in recent months from some of our best sources throughout the conference, it was this. We need the LA schools to lead. However, Wilner goes on to observe that it's, quote, difficult to lead on any level when you're constantly dealing with dumpster fires in your own department, or when three of the four key players are Jarman Bone and USC President Carol Folt, our newcomers, and when the fourth, UCLA Chancellor Gene Block, cares a little about athletics. The stakes are particularly high, Wilner continues, given the looming media rights negotiations, but he points out that Jarman and Bone have already achieved some quite crucial victories in recent months. In the case of Bone, Wilner contends that he has methodically established public confidence in the department with good, old-fashioned competency. Meanwhile, Jarman was tasked with forging an alliance with Chancellor Block on returning to competition despite Block's reticence. Quote, This isn't stuff of social media debates and sports talk radio rants. It's not riveting for fans. It's basic. It's foundational. And it's vital for the conference that USC and UCLA execute consistently. From a pandemic, amazingly, they have laid the groundwork. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty catches up with three former college football playoff selection committee members to discuss the unique difficulties of this season. Former Big East Commissioner Mike Trangese notes that he's glad he's not sitting on the committee this year, given the probability for controversy. Former Central Michigan head football coach Herb Garamiti and former West Virginia Athletic Director and NCAA VP for Regulatory Affairs Oliver Luck also agree. The trio agree that a lack of non-conference games will make the selection process more subjective than it has been in the past, with Luck saying, quote, there might be a temptation to reject instead of just looking at what's in front of you. You might say, geez, this team didn't start until November 7th. If they had played more games, do you take into consideration that the left side of the offensive line was out due to the virus for a team? How does that factor in? There are also some opportunities for a group of five teams to be recognized while other teams aren't playing. Central Florida looks awesome. Marshall is ranked. It's really neat that they're getting their chance. Kentucky head football coach Mark Stoops indicates SEC presidents will vote on the intra-conference transfer rule, saying, quote, It's my understanding that we'll have a decision relatively quickly on that. I do agree with it changing because I feel like the rule is going to change anyway. In six months, you're going to have an opportunity to transfer and go anywhere you want. Arizona president Robert Robbins says he was in favor of having fans in attendance at Pac-12 events, but ultimately joined his peers in voting against the idea because of health restrictions differing across the conference footprint. Wildcats athletic director David Hickey last week indicated his financial models included having 25 to 35 percent fans in attendance and suggested the school might be able to at least generate at least four to five million dollars from limited ticket sales between football and basketball. Arkansas State head football coach Blake Anderson today announced he tested positive for COVID-19 on September 16th and was sick for 10 days. Anderson noting he didn't want to announce it at the time because there were a lot of other things going on and he knew the Red Wolves weren't going to be playing. Anderson says he is now recovered and is back coaching. In return to action notes, Iowa administered 745 COVID-19 tests last week with five positives. Vanderbilt will allow a very limited number of students to attend Saturday's matchup with LSU, but has not indicated what the max attendance will be. Wake Forest Athletic Director John Curry expects North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper to increase the maximum capacity for outdoor venues that can seat over 10,000 beginning this weekend. Curry anticipates there will be roughly 2,200 fans at Truist Field for Friday's kickoff with Campbell. 
North Carolina has added Western Carolina to its home football slate. The two will match up on December 11th. The Houston-Memphis football matchup has been rescheduled for December 5th. Ole Miss plans to hold its own men's basketball tournament in Oxford November 25th through the 27th. The 2020 Cayman Islands Classic has officially been canceled, according to CBS's John Rothstein, who notes the initial field included Kansas State, Western Kentucky, Nevada, Oregon State, LaSalle, Miami, Ole Miss, and Northern Iowa. Air Force recently launched the Ascend into Thin Air and Margin of Excellence Commit to the Bigger Picture campaigns through the Falcon Athletic Fund. Athletic Director Nathan Pine expects that donors can be a part of the Ascend to Thin Air campaign by committing $25,000 or more. He also notes that the impact of the campaign is expected to be $1.25 million over the next five years. Capitalizing on its big win in Baton Rouge Saturday, Mississippi State's marketing department picked up another W by launching an official bandwagon application. Reasons for transfer options include my conference is late to the game, my team became irrelevant, and Mike Leach is really cool and I want him to like me. Knowing all the words to don't stop believing is preferred but not required, applicants to the bandwagon will receive a free MSU decal. And that is all for your D1T5 for Monday afternoon, September 28th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on in and around college athletics and you apply to be a Mississippi State fan. If you're not currently subscribed to D1T5, be sure to subscribe wherever you may be listening. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning.